Hello, everyone. Uh, this is um, Steve, and welcome to the Everyday Being podcast. Uh, this is going to be a short solo episode, actually. Um, I just wanted to share something that's been sort of top of the mind, really, this week. Um, Gareth, my co-host, has been on holiday, so he's been sort of getting back into work. So I thought I would do this um, shorter episode, and then we're due to do another longer episode next week with a with a guest as well, actually. Um, so uh, the the topic I wanted just to talk about was I called it "Don't Drop Thought, It Drops You," um, and this has been quite a topical conversation, really, over the last couple of weeks. And I guess just to contextualize this, we've covered thought quite a bit, obviously, through the other episodes. And I guess when you sort of step back, you realize that we are thought in the sense that thought just comes to us. And, you know, no one really knows where it where it comes from. Um, so so in a sense, it's not like we're constructing all this thinking. You know, you can wake up in the morning and you just start to have a stream of thoughts sort of straight away. And no one really knows where that comes from. And I think there is something about our, our consciousness or the way we relate to life that I don't, do think does act as a bit of a, a tuning fork to that. Um, so I think... Sometimes what I notice is when people are going through quite maybe a difficult time in their life, there might be certain beliefs that they have that they're they're struggling with, that the, the beliefs that they hold, you know, about themselves or about other people or about life, the reality they're experiencing is not in line with those beliefs. And I guess some of the warning signs around that are when people use, well, it it, sh it should be like this, or it shouldn't be like that, or or this is unfair. So I think there is something sometimes where we're where we're sort of, in a way, we're, we're struggling with the reality of life. That then, I think that acts as a tuning fork for certain types of thoughts that get sort of related to that. And I'll come on a bit towards the end to talk about what what are the implications about that and what can you what can you do about it. But I guess at times, and particularly those difficult times, it can be very tempting for us to be thinking, well, you know, what what can I do to drop my thinking? Uh, what can I do to change my thinking? What can I do to not be so bothered by the thinking that I have? Uh, why am I so judgmental? Why why can't I let this, why can't I let these sort of judgments go? And I guess the risk is that we end up in a bit of a battle with the thinking that we have, which is obviously quite difficult when it's not something that we're sort of consciously creating ourselves. And so it's helpful to understand the nature of thought. And again, you know, we've touched on this a few times. But I guess in terms of, just to reiterate that, I guess what we're saying is, well, the nature of thought is that it, it comes to us. So it's not constructed by us, but it's something that, that flows through us. It flows in that the reason we have a stream of thinking is because our thinking is designed to help us navigate our moment-to-moment -moment experience. It also powers what we think. 
So if we start to engage in a particular thought, then the mind brings more thinking related to that thought, which is obviously can be really helpful if we're working through something that, you know, a problem or a challenge that we're facing and we need to just sort of work it through. That's that's where it works really well. But of course, it can also do it if we're just sat worrying about something, then it will also bring more thinking sort of related to that. So that's the sort of, in a way, the nature of the mind is that um, it provides a flow of thinking, but it also powers what we think. And it does help us make judgments. I mean, in a way, you know, judgments are not negative. If you if you think of it, we're living in a world and we're constantly making judgments ab about things and discriminations. You know, we can see, you know, as we're walking, walking along a road, it's really helpful to know, oh, that that's a car that's moving towards me. Oh, that's an, that's another person that I um, that I need to walk around, and whatever it might be, you know, we're constantly making judgments and making discriminations about things, and that's a really well, it's a valuable part of our thinking, but it's also a part that is is just part of the nature of it. So you know, we can't we can't fight that, and. One of the things I think that we can sometimes get trapped in, and I certainly got trapped in this when I first came across more of this inside out understanding, and I can see it in some of the people I've worked with <clears throat> as well, is it's very tempting for us to say, well, I know it's just my thinking. Which if you examine that statement, it's almost, to me, it, it, it what occurs to me is if that was really true, if you knew that for sure, then you wouldn't be saying that because you would be relating to your thinking from a from a different perspective. So there's a real risk with that, that we in effect were saying, well, I know it's just my thinking, but it's still really bothering me and I want to get rid of it is the sort of the subtext to that. So that's so that's something to sort of sometimes watch out for. The other thing that's just been occurring to me is that actually, it's actually a bit disrespectful of thought as well, because thought is, is neutral. In effect, we just got this flow of thinking that's just offering us something. And it's offering us something that we can either do something with or not. And it's new, completely neutral until we do something with it. So there is a risk that we can be slightly disrespectful of that of that flow of thinking and thinking that we can do a better job at providing that flow of thinking. And it's like, well, you know, that's someone else's business because we don't know where it comes from. That's life's business. And we can get really caught up in that um, if we're not if we're not really careful and sort of be offended by that. So what are the implications of this? Well. I think one of the implications is that often when we understand the nature of our thinking and that our feelings are a direct relationship between the thinking we have and the feelings that we have, that when we get negative feelings and negative emotions, it can be a real warning sign to be careful on how we're using our thinking at that moment. It doesn't mean we can't be using it, 
but it is really saying to us just be careful because the feelings are a, a good barometer of the fact that our thinking might be slightly off here so just be careful of not going beyond what we need to do in that moment and it's I think what's really helpful to see is it's not that you have to drop the thought because the thought drops you, the thought drops us. So if we don't engage in a thought, it just moves on. It drops, it drops us. We don't drop it. And I think that's a really, it's a sort of, it, it, it's a subtle distinction, but I think it's a really important one because then you see the efforts not on our, not on our part. So that can be really helpful. And that works um, a lot of the time because when we don't get caught up in the, that thinking, then because it drops us, um, fresh thinking is just a, literally just around the, around the corner. And so the more we just become much more focused in the present moment, that's what sort of shifts our state of mind and then our thinking sort of shifts shifts along with it so there's always a fresh going to be a fresh perspective at, at, at some point and then I just want to come back to sometimes when we're when we're perhaps going through a period where we're struggling a bit more and um perhaps some of our beliefs our sense of shoulds and shouldn'ts and sort of fairness, you know, we're sort of slightly battling the reality of life, then that's sometimes where we need to often do a little bit more work to just challenge the thinking that we that we have. And um, someone's work who I really love, actually, is someone called Byron Katie, who does something called the work, and I think often people misunderstand what she's really doing because it can look like she's trying to manage your thinking, but it's really, but it's really not that. What she's really doing, she has a thing called inquiry, and we may well do a another episode on this at some point in the future. But you can look her up at, on the thework.com. What she's what she's doing then sometimes when people are really really struggling. What she's doing, she's just got a very simple process for you just to step back and just um, examine that thinking you have. And rather than just try and deny it, she's saying, no, if you just if you just take it and you just inquire into it and you explore it, you'll get to see the truth of it or not you'll get to see the true reality of it. So it's not a way of trying to manage and manipulate your thinking. It's a really a way of just challenging the way that you might be using your thinking at a moment in time. So that process of not sort of holding on to it is something that her inquiry does so that the thinking then, then really, um, re really drops drops you and that's often a lot of the work I'm doing in my work often as a coach is that's often the work you're doing with someone is just helping them understand the nature of their experience and, and where that comes from 
And then also if they're really going through a period where they're really struggling, just, you know, gently trying to challenge the way that they might be thinking. And often I think those points of crisis, what they really do, the value of them actually, is that they bring our beliefs to the surface. And then we start to, we can start to inquire into which are the beliefs that are helpful and help us navigate life in a successful way. And what are those beliefs that sometimes um, hold us back and maybe limit us? So that's just what I wanted just to share today is that actually thought drops you, you don't have to drop it. And that's in a way the, um, it takes another thing off of our plate to do, which we'll sort of, you know, we'll keep coming back to on future episodes. So thanks very much for listening to this short episode and um, look forward to engaging with you on the uh, next episode as well. All the best, everyone. Bye-bye.